0: And all the time, yes he is, hallelujah, praise the Lord, amen, thank you Jesus, hallelujah. I have been given many confirmations this morning that I'm on the right track where God wants me to be in my message. Um, When I come in and got here, um, thank you, uh, before the Sunday school class ended, it was a, um, a topic being discussed and different ones making points about God having a plan for your life. And um, during the course of the morning service, two or three made comments that had to do with a plan. And Brother brother Kyle made the last one when he talked about Joe. And uh, all this going on and all those people made different comments and stuff about God having a plan. You didn't realize it, but God was using you. To confirm to me uh, that i'm on track what he wants said in the house today <laughs> i want to I want to share with you where the seed came from and the conception of that led finally led into today's message uh, one day this past week i I went online, and I was on my iPad, and I was on the website uh, of the airlines, and I was going through the process of booking, going ahead and booking uh, uh, my flight for my missions trip to Rwanda, uh, and to get that settled, all the uh, the funds had not come in as yet, but it was decided when they agreed to do that, for I could go ahead and do that, and then as I come in, would we'll take care of it. And uh, every time I went online and looked, it was getting higher and higher. So I knew I had to go ahead and get a price settled. But I want—I um, told the people Wednesday night this. Uh, I want you to get this in your mind now. I was. On the website, booking my flight uh to Rwanda, and God talking about confirmation, God has given me so many confirmations that He has sending me on that trip uh, I mean, I remember when I preached for Brother Joseph on a Sunday night, and uh he <laughs> got up after I got through preaching and said that there was a young man from Rwanda had been there that day, that morning. He had had his parents shot and killed during uh, the genocide took place in the 90s there. And he, he was shot and wounded himself, but yet he survived. And, uh, uh, and many other things just happened. <coughs> and while I was booking my flight, uh, I have notification on my iPad anytime I get a text message. And right when I was booking, this text message pops up on, in the middle of my screen that somebody texted me at the exact same time I was booking that said, purpose is the word for Today. And that shot through me like a bolt of lightning, that word purpose. The man who sent me that, I don't know him. He's got a 615 area code, but I've never been in contact with him before. Never had any kind of communication with him uh, online or through any kind of media. Uh, I may have met him, evidently he knows me somewhere in some church somewhere, but right when I was booking purpose is the word of the day. <laughs> I immediately sent Brother Flannery a message, and i said brother i got I gotta share with you something i said because you're you 're all time sending out messages and giving people a word that God is Given you to share with them, and I related related to him, and, uh, and he he came back and uh, capped the letters. Wow, he said, "God is definitely going to do something awesome uh, through you during this trip." He said, "Thanks for sharing." Uh, hallelujah! Glory to God. And. God has given me something through that to share with you today. and Please stay with me and, and listen because God wants to give you something. We're going to go to the book of Acts chapter 11, verses 19 through 23. Acts chapter 11. Verses beginning at verse 19 going through verse 23. And this is what it reads like. Now, those who were scattered after the persecution that arose over Stephen traveled as far as Phoenicia, Cyprus, and Antioch, teaching the word to no one but to the Jews only. But some of them were men from Cyprus and Cyrene who when they had come to Antioch, spake to the Hellenists preaching the Lord Jesus. And the hand of the Lord was with them, and a great number believed and turned to the Lord. Then news of these things came to the ears of the church in Jerusalem, and they sent out Barnabas to go as far as Antioch. When he came and had seen the grace of God, He was glad and encouraged them all that with purpose of heart, say that with me, purpose of heart, they should continue with the Lord. Father, we come to you today. We thank you and we praise you for your presence that we felt today. And I'm asking God that you use this weak vessel the way you would ha- have it be today. And everything is accomplished. I give you the praise and the glory in Jesus' name that the church say. God bless you. You can be seated. I want to speak to you today on the subject titled Living a Life of Purpose. Living a Life of Purpose. Uh, Brother Douglas has wrote some things about doing things on purpose in the past. And uh, when the church began to spread out in the early day and they began to go different places preaching, new converts were one to the Lord. And when the church in Jerusalem... uh, heard about it they was excited so they sent Barnabas to some of those new churches and new Christians to encourage them you see uh, we got a lot of people today who want to disconnect themselves but it's important for us to realize that the early church we call ourselves apostolic for falling out the apostles, the mother church was in Jerusalem, and that mother church, amen, had a covering all over all the new fledgling churches and Christians, wherever they may, uh, may have went, and when the church in Jerusalem heard about the things happening, they sent Barnabas, and that's what we were reading about. And said and when he came and had seen the grace of God, he was glad, he was happy for what God was doing and new people. And he encouraged them all that with purpose of heart, they should continue with the Lord. Now, from that I want to talk about living a life of purpose. I'm going to begin by reminding us all of what we're talking about when we say purpose. The word purpose is defined by Mr. Webster as something set up as an object or end to be attained. Purpose is something set up as an object or an end to be attained. It is to have intention, determination, to aim, plan, or have a goal. It is also defined as the reason for which something is done or exists. Now, with that in mind, uh, pilots file what is called a flight plan before they take off. A a pilot that's going to fly a plane somewhere before he takes off and leaves He files um, with the the authorities a flight plan. Ship captains charter out a course. And most of us, before we travel, lay out a highway plan that will best take us to the destination we desire. Now, it's a lot easier today than it used to be when we used to travel up and down the road doing evangelistic work. I'd have to keep one of them great big old Giant road atlas maps. Anybody remember them? And um follow that to learn how to follow that thing to go where I, I was going, all you gotta do is Google now. You know, and it'll lead you right to where you're going. So that's a little bit easier. Uh now purpose is set for at least two important reasons. There's two important reasons. Uh, that we set our purpose. Number one, first of all, is to eliminate chaos and confusion in what you desire to achieve. Have you ever noticed how some people's lives are always chaotic and filled with drama? Mm -hmm. You see a lot of that stuff on social media, don't you? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There are... The reason why they have that, for the most part, they are not focusing on a purpose. And secondly, we set purpose to assure others of our intentions so they can easily follow our path. Now, I mentioned a flight path plan a while ago. If a plane goes missing... The first thing officials at the airport <clears throat> is going to do is to study the flight plan filed by the pilot before he took off. Hallelujah. By knowing the path that he planned, they know what area to concentrate a search. Amen? Apostle Paul had been mentoring a young man by the name mentoring a man by the name Timothy. And when he knew, when Paul knew that he was soon going to leave this world, he reminded young Timothy something in his last letter, which was Second Timothy. And, uh, and he wrote to him, he said, You have carefully followed my doctrine, my manner of life, and my purpose. Hallelujah. I'm here to tell you today, church, a man's purpose will become a roadside for others to follow when you're gone. Hallelujah. You're asking why is me having a purpose and living a life of purpose is important? Do you got children? Do you got grandchildren? When you're gone, those children and grandchildren is going to follow the path that the flight plan that you laid out during your life. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. The way that we live affects more than our own self. Glory to God, a man's purpose will become a road sign for others to follow when we are gone. And in life, listen to this, you can differentiate between those who are successful and those who are not because the successful man or the successful woman Plans and knows where he or she wants to be at any given time and place. Hallelujah. A lot of times, two different people can have the same opportunity. One of them becomes successful and the other one is not simply because one sets out a course and they make a plan. They set a goal. And that right there alone, many times, will determine where somebody is successful in life or not, rather than somebody just going around haphazard and doing this or that or or whatever. (laughs) A lot of times we blame the devil for our own bad choices. We struggled a lot in the early years financially. I, I mean ain't no ain't no need to beating around the bush about it. I was just simply a plain bad manager of money. Amen. I mean <laughs> if we uh if we saw something uh we liked, oh hand me a contract, I'll sign the paper. Hello somebody. And before you know it you easily got a whole lot more going out than you got coming in. When you get yourself in that situation, don't blame the devil. It's your bad choices. Hallelujah. Whereas somebody is going to be successful, you can eventually have what you want if you're willing to chart a course. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. It all comes back to having some patience. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Pastor's preaching right now. whether well, you know it or not. Amen. And so that is the way it is in life. And you can differentiate between people who are successful and those who are not because the successful people always have a plan and they know where he or she wants to be at any given time. But the other never plans and lives haphazardly On a hit-and-miss situation, some people simply use no wisdom in how they live and manage themselves. Hallelujah. They don't use no wisdom. Glory to God. Amen. That's the truth anyhow. Can you say amen? Now, think about this. As I was putting this together, the Lord helped me to remind, reminded me of this scripture. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 13, and verse 23, Notice what that says. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that that is destroyed for want of judgment. Much food is in the tillage of the poor, but there is that that is destroyed or wasted, if you please, for want of judgment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. A lot of times, no matter what opportunity they have, and I'm not trying to be harsh or critical here, but it's just simply the truth. Some people, no matter how much money comes in their hands, will never have anything. Brother Bobby, they simply waste it. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. I mean, I was reading lists here a while back about different ones who have won the lottery over the past 20 years in different states. And do you know well over half don't have a penny today? I want you to I want you to think about that for a moment. Hallelujah. And more sadly, that people who do not plan. And people who don't have a purpose, more sadly than a lack of success, people who go through life with no purpose, no reason for being, for the most part are empty and unfulfilled and will die with wasted talents and lives. Oh, God help us. As believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, Our lives should be lived with purpose more than anyone else. We have an end or a goal in view. Hallelujah. Apostle Paul said, Amen. I press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So, as believers, Amen. More than anybody, we got a purpose. We got a goal. We got an end thing that we're pressing towards. Can somebody say amen? Amen. Hallelujah. We have an end or goal in view. There is a mandate we must be called to meet. Everything we think, we do, and we say should be done with purpose. Let me ask you a question. Why are you here today? Think about that. Why are you here today? It should be because it's part of your purpose. Hallelujah. The reason why you are here at CFC today, sitting on those pews, amen should be because it's part of your purpose, not just because it's a good thing to do or somehow somebody expects it from you. I'm not here today because I'm a pastor. I'm not here just because I come to preach. But I'm here to tell you right now, I'm fulfilling a purpose that i committed my life to. My destiny is being established in what I'm doing right now. I said, my destiny is being established in what I'm doing now. Oh, if I can just get through to some people about that right now. Hallelujah. This is a, something that's greater than me and it's greater than you. Right. Yeah. Hallelujah. Amen. Everything you do in the kingdom of God affects your eternal destiny. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I'm not here today just because somebody expects me to be here, but I'm here today because I'm fulfilling something that's a part of my overall purpose. Now, I want to talk about a couple things, and I'm going to rush on. But number one, I want to talk about a heart of purpose. A heart of purpose. If true purpose is to be achieved, that intention, that determination must, everybody say must, it must originate in your heart. Hallelujah. If true purpose is to be achieved, it's got to originate in your heart. If your heart is not in something, you are not going to push it or give it your all. Amen. Yeah. Come on, somebody! If your heart is not in something, you're not going to push it. You may ride along, you may coast along, go along with everybody else. But if your heart is not in something, Hallelujah! You're you're not going to give it everything you got. Hallelujah, if your heart is not anything, it will be a hit and miss situation for it'll any little excuse will keep you from it. If your heart is not in it, any little excuse will keep you from doing doing it, kind of like some people's church attendance yes, Hello somebody. Did you know? God blesses people with gifts and talents who demonstrate purpose. Hello. Glory to God. Do you know that God blesses people with gifts and talents who demonstrate purpose? And if you fail to make use of what He gives and don't demonstrate purpose, He will eventually remove And then what you have. Look at Matthew 25 and 29. See, I do not get up here and preach opinion or viewpoints. If I don't have chapter and verse, I don't preach it. Hallelujah. Look at what Matthew says. For unto every one that hath shall be given, and he shall have an abundance but from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. That's the words of Jesus right there. If you got a purpose, if you got a a calling and you you live according to the purpose of that calling, God's going to bless that And he's going to multiply that. Hallelujah. If you've got a talent to use for God, if you use it for God, God will bless it and multiply it. But look real close and take this down to your heart because this is a word of God. For unto everyone that hath it shall be given, and he shall have abundance. But from him that hath not shall be taken away even that which he hath. You don't demonstrate purpose. You don't follow the plan and the will of God. Sooner or later, the Bible says, God's spirit shall not always strive with man. If you could talk to the people who lived in Noah's day that didn't get on the boat, they'll they'll, they'll guarantee that. Hallelujah. They, uh, They will guarantee that. Hallelujah. Now, one of my favorite Old Testament characters is Daniel. I love Daniel. I love his book. Daniel was a man greatly used by God. God gave him prophetic abilities and blessed him by raising him up in authority, even in a captive situation. I mean, think about it. Daniel was a captive He was a slave. They had went to Jerusalem and took him away, destroyed Jerusalem, brought him to Babylon in chains. He was a slave. But because he demonstrated purpose in his heart, God elevated him. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you right now, you can try to say, oh, but the mercy of God and but the love of God all you want to, but when God looks at somebody to elevate, he's going to elevate those he can depend on. Because he has got a plan. And if my plan don't get involved with his plan and his purpose, he ain't going to elevate me. He'll take the talent he gave me and give it to the one sitting next to me. Whoop, whoop, whoop. It's the truth anyhow. Hallelujah. Let's go on. I got to go on. Hallelujah. Daniel was a man greatly used by God. But before God used and blessed him, Daniel demonstrated a quality that God loved and respected him for. He demonstrated purpose of heart. Daniel chapter 1 and verse 8. Let's see what it says. But Daniel purposed what? in his heart, that he would not defile himself with a portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. That's Daniel chapter 1. Before he ever interpreted one dream, before he ever had a dream himself, he had a purpose of heart. He made up his mind. He had a determination He said, even though I'm here in Babylon, I'm a captive. I'm going to purpose in my heart that I'm going to remember the Lord my God. And that ain't all. Every day he did something, three times a day. Hallelujah. He opened his window towards Jerusalem, and he knelt and prayed. He demonstrated the purpose of God in his life. And because of that, God multiplied him and raised him up and put him in authority even though he was a captive. Hallelujah. Let me move on. I want to talk about being called to purpose. Hallelujah. A lot of people have a purpose, a goal that they strive for. But the issue is not having a purpose, but their purpose, the issue... Is their purpose aligning with God's purpose? Now, here's the meaning of what we're getting to today. A lot of people have a plan. A lot of people have a purpose. But it's way out of culture with the purpose of God. Do you hear what I'm saying? What happens to a car, Brother Pat, if it's out of line? going to wear out some tires in it, too. Every so often, you go down highway, you see one coming to you, is going like that. Hallelujah. So, ha- just having a plan, just having a purpose, is not the issue. I'm asking you today, is your purpose and your plan in line with God's purpose and plan for your life? That's Brother Bobby said earlier in, in Sunday school class. God's not going to make you do anything. He gives you a free choice. It's your decision. It's your decision where you're going to line up with the purpose of God or not. He's not going to make you. But, oh, Lord, quit expecting God to bless you if you ain't in line with His purpose. He might do it for a little while hoping he'll, he'll, He'll get you to get over in line. But sooner or later, His Spirit will depart from you. I can give you as much Bible for that as you want me to. We have got to line up. I don't... Lord, help me. Let me ask you. Does your reason of life, your reason of being, does your purpose align with the purpose of God? You are not called... To live out your own personal purpose, but the purpose of God. Hallelujah. The devil had a path and a plan he would like to get me on a long time ago. Back in the beginning, while I was, when I was just starting out and was going to different places, holding. Tent revivals and holding, holding prayer meetings and working for the Lord. Every little bit or so, there'd be something pop up. An invitation I would get, amen, to uh, go a different path, a different purpose. And I'm so thankful I'm so thankful today that I stayed in line with the purpose of God in my life. Hallelujah. You were not called to live out your personal purpose or preference, but the purpose of God. Now, it's beyond me. Whoo. And it something hearing all the people shouting today. Who's playing the music. I feel the joy of the Lord. I think the joy must have slipped out. Hallelujah. When it, starts, it has a tendency to do that when it starts getting tight. It's beyond me how so many people who profess Christianity can so easily put God, put the church, or any spiritual thing so quickly on the back burner for the sake of their own desires and pleasures. Hallelujah! We're living with the Lord. We're, we're praising God. We're, we're, you know, we're doing all this and doing that. About that time, something comes up. Oh well. <laughs> Just like sometimes when you're cooking something, and you, you, uh, you get you get that where you think you got it, where you want it. I, I just keep that warm hello somebody hello something else has come up so I'm going to put God back here I'm, I'm going to cut it on low I'm going to put the church back there we're going to cut that on low anything spiritual in my life I'm going to put that on the back burner. we're going to cut that on, on low It's beyond me how so many people can do that so quickly and so uh, easily. I guess, I guess they forget what the Bible says. You are not your own. I guess, you know, but that's the only way we can put God or the church or anything spiritual on the back burner. we forget we are not our own. Well, they forget it or simply just stop caring. Wow. That's tough, ain't it? The act remains listen to me. The fact remains that if you are God's child, your purpose must align with his. And there's a price to pay if it don't. Hallelujah. I guarantee you if God's got a purpose and a plan in your life and you repeatedly get out of line with that, hallelujah, he's got ways of getting you lined up. Come on, somebody. He's got ways of getting us lined up. I'm coming to a close. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever wondered why some things in your life don't seem to work out? Nothing seems to fall into place no matter how how hard you try. The reason may be looking you right in the face, but you're not willing to see it. Romans 8 and 28. A lot of people misquote this, misinterpret it, and misuse it. And we know that all things work together. Remember, now, what I asked was, have you ever wondered why some things in your life don't ever seem to work out? Nothing seems to fall into place. Well, we know that all things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to their purpose, their plans, their aspirations. No, 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 no. No, no. All things, both bad things and good things that happen to you, God will put them all together. That's just like you take the ingredients to make a cake. You try to eat some of them ingredients on their own, is the act. You ain't going to be interested in just going over here, Sister Tina, and taking a glob of flour and just packing it in your mouth. Even chocolate that ain't sweet and is bitter. But when you put all that together, it makes a fine cake. Hint, hint, hint. Somebody can make Pastor Kate and bring it. Hallelujah. Hint, hint, hint. Uh-oh, uh-oh. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All things work together for the good to those who love God. To those who are they called according to his purpose. When you begin to live your life and you line up your purpose with his purpose, things are going to start coming together for you. Hallelujah. Things are going to work out like you wouldn't believe. Hallelujah. Amen. You'll be able to make America great again. Glory. Hallelujah. But it all—it's all key to being lined up to His purpose. God wants me to inform somebody that it's time to lead the chaos of your life. It's time to begin living a life of purpose. If you got purpose, make sure to get it aligned with His. So everything can fall in its proper place. Let's stand it.